The 2019 Canadian Election Day is Monday, and I've been thinking a lot about my vote. Every election I try to have conversations with my local candidate, but this year I also tried to have them recorded for the Stories podcast. I met with the NDP and Conservative candidates for about an hour each, and I was also able to talk to the Liberal candidate after multiple failed attempts. I'm still trying to meet with the Green Party candidate, who is actually still a student at the University of Guelph and has midterms. Unfortunately, I was only able to get Salman Tariq from the NDP on my podcast. Hani Taufilis from the Conservatives wanted to talk off the record first to make sure I didn't ask any gotcha questions. And then we didn't have any time to record after that. Ikra Khalid's campaign manager made it difficult to meet with her, kept interrupting my conversation with her to rush her away, and implicitly made it clear, don't record your podcast with her. Here are my thoughts on the election. People might not like my endorsement, and you might think it's a cop-out. This election, the best choice, is a progressive minority government. A government that will be forced to work together with other parties that will keep the government accountable. But I'm not endorsing for you to vote strategically. You should vote for a candidate that shares your hopefully progressive values, that you can trust, and that you can feel proud of to represent you in Parliament. I remember high school civics class in grade 10. We were learning about Canadian politics, about parliament, about electing members of parliament, about political parties, and about who gets to be prime minister. We learned about how we don't vote for prime ministers or parties, but that we vote for members of parliament in our writing. We learned about minority governments, which is when a political party wins the most seats in the election, but not 50 plus percent of the seats in parliament. We played the roles of the Prime Minister, Cabinet Ministers, the leaders of the other parties and the leader of the opposition and other MPs, and then debated each other. We then simulated an election with an actual vote. At the time, I was just getting interested in politics. I admired Jack Layden, but I felt closer to the Liberals. I got involved in Omar Al-Gabra's 2011 campaign and helped him out. It was also a Harper Conservative minority government. It was also around the time that the Liberal, NDP, and Bloc Québécois parties threatened to form a coalition, defeat the Harper government, and ask the Governor-General if they can govern. I felt excited. I liked the Liberals, I liked the NDP, and they would form a super team like when the Power Rangers morphed into a Megazord. But Stephen Harper and the Conservatives demonized the idea of a coalition, saying it was illegitimate and undemocratic. Harper asked the Governor-General to prorogue or pause Parliament for a few months, and the coalition fell apart. This election, we're going to have to remember what we learned in civics classes. Polls are predicting that we will have either a liberal or conservative minority government. Our political system is that a leader must be able to have the confidence of the House of Commons, which means a majority of MPs, to be able to form government and become Prime Minister. Whoever wins the election will need to work together with the other parties to govern, make decisions, and pass laws. It is also a constitutional quirk of our system that the incumbent prime minister, which is Trudeau, has the right to test for confidence first and get the support of other parties, even if other party, in this case the conservatives, win the most seats. A smart, thoughtful guy who's become a friend to me recently, David Mossrop, wrote an article in the Washington Post giving his endorsement for the election. Here's a quote from his article. 
On election day, I hope to see Canadians return a minority parliament in which progressive parties must co cooperate to preserve a liberal government. In another universe, I would support Jagmeet Singh and the New Democratic Party full stop. But the universe in which we live is likely to return either a liberal or a conservative plurality. Canada would be best served by the former, having to cooperate with the NDP, and perhaps the Green Party too. A liberal government, carefully checked and pulled left by a progressive and cooperative opposition, would be more likely to deliver, among other things, an ambitious climate plan, a national housing strategy, and robust pharmacare. Canada has a long history of minority governments pursuing and delivering on ambitious plans. Typically, though not exclusively, those are liberal governments pushed by the NDP to do better. Minority governments have delivered Medicare, pension plans, student loans, the flag, official bilingualism, freedom of information legislation, a healthcare funding accord, legal same-sex marriage, Keynesian stimulus during the 2008 to 2009 global financial crisis, and more, end quote. Minority governments work because cooperation is good. Sharing ideas is good. Compromise is good. One party can keep the other accountable. Under a majority government, one party can forcefully pass laws that are faced with a lot of backlash. Under a minority government, another party can keep the other in check and refuse to support an unpopular policy. At the risk of sounding like the liberals, we need a progressive government, not a progressive opposition. We need a government that will act on climate change, pursue reconciliation with indigenous peoples, and will support immigrants and refugees. We can't let the Conservatives have the chance to test confidence and form government. We can't have a government that will do nothing on or even exacerbate climate change, that will demonize Indigenous peoples, immigrants, and refugees, and that will flirt with white nationalists and supremacists. But remember civics class. We vote for individual candidates to be members of Parliament. Getting to know the candidates in your writing, their stories, and their values is really important. It might be too late to meet with your candidates, but look at your local newspapers for profiles of your candidates or summaries of local debates. You don't have to vote strategically if you don't believe in that. Ask yourself, are your candidates honest? Do they seem fake? Do they share your values? Do they understand the policy issues? Will they listen to your concerns and not just shout over you? Has the previous MP done a good job in the past? Do they have independent opinions outside of the party lines? Will they stand up against their party if they, or the citizens in their riding, disagree morally with the party's official stance? Do they have principles? Ultimately, do you trust them to represent you in Parliament? Vote for a candidate in your riding that will make you proud to have as your representative in Parliament. And I urge you to vote for a progressive candidate that will help elect a progressive minority government. We can't wait any longer to act on climate change. We can't let indigenous communities go without clean drinking water or let indigenous women, girls, and two-spirit people go missing or be murdered. We can't demonize immigrants or force refugees to return home to be killed. In the end, I still haven't decided how I'll vote on Monday, but we all have a decision to make. I have to vote. You have to vote.